0: Hey everybody, it's Poonam with EDU Me, the podcast that's focusing on bridging the gap and fostering a stronger relationship between parents and schools. By empowering parents to become partners in their child's education, we want parents to feel like they have the knowledge and tools that they need to advocate for their child and their schools as they need to or as they see fit. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of our podcast today, I've got a lot of information I want to share with you. First of all, I missed you guys so much. Like I can't even tell you how much I've missed you. But I know now that I really needed to take that time of those few weeks to kind of catch up on a few things. So let me share with you what I've been doing. So I finished the first draft of my book, my education book, that hopefully will come out, hmm, hopefully sometime next year, early next year would be great, but we'll see. So currently it is in the hands of some very trusted editors who happen to be my friends and family who have been gracious enough to put their edits in to make the book stronger. So I'm very grateful for that. And then the other thing that I've been working on is creating a coaching model for parents. You know, so many times we need someone to just listen to us or just give us some practical relevant advice, or quite honestly, somebody who will just tell us that we're doing okay. All those things are great reasons to hire a coach. So I've been working on the coaching aspect of EduMe. Me. I'm happy to share that we have updated our website with all the information you need about coaching and how to sign up with me and get on the calendar feel free to shoot me an email so we can chat and let's let's make parenting easier for everyone and if you happen to know somebody who might benefit feel free to pass my name along or my my website as well you know the happier we are as parents the happier our children are so spread the word coach Poonam is in the house The other exciting thing I wanted to share with you is our latest supporter of EDU Me is Jerry Wan. He is the podcast host of Dear Asian Americans and also the creator of Asian Podcast Networks. Now, if you haven't heard about Jerry, he's an amazing person who spends so much energy trying to make sure that Asian American voices are heard. And I personally am grateful not only for his support as a Patreon member, but also all he is doing for the Asian American community. So, if you would like to be part of the EDUME family, feel free to head on over to patreon.com and join us. Your support would be very helpful in expanding the services that we offer so we are so excited to not only share all this information with you but also to talk about the episode itself which is parenting as we send our kids back to school now i don't know about you guys but i'm a nervous nilly i have no idea what this means for my kids for their safety and mine are going back to college, so it's a little different. But it's still very scary because they're not in my house and I really can't control what they're doing, right? I can only arm them with the tools and information they need to stay safe. So let's get started and talk about the different options that are available to us as parents. Now, I'm going to give you three options that I have seen become more prominent in the education field and in the school districts that I am aware of. This may mean that your school district is offering something totally different and that's very okay. But these are the three major ones that I've seen. One is the virtual model. Now, we all know what that means. We're all learning on a computer screen, in a chat room like Zoom. And I don't know about you guys, but I've been Zooming like crazy. I've been in meetings. I'm taking a class that's virtual. My daughter was campaigning for um, a political race and everything that they were doing was through Zoom. So Zooming is the way to go for most people, it seems like. There are other platforms, of course, but Zoom seems to be the big one right now. It's obviously the easiest to keep our children safe. They're in our homes. They're not exposed to anyone and they too are not exposing anyone. So from that standpoint, virtual is awesome. What happens to that family that needs that dual income to survive, to make sure that their needs are met. That puts those parents in a quandary trying to figure out how to balance educating their children from home and managing their work that they have to have to make sure that they're able to meet their family's needs. So that's one drawback of the virtual model. The other drawback is that they're not getting the socialization that they need. So much of school, besides the instruction, is learning how to problem solve with their peers and their teachers. Teaching those real life problems and solving them that we can only get by in-person interaction. It's hard to get into a discussion about something too crazy and controversial on a Zoom call in which you're in front of a whole group of people. So our children are missing out on that when we go into the virtual model. The second model is the in-person model, where they are sitting in a classroom in that brick-and-mortar school getting traditional instruction from a certified teacher. That's what we normally think of as a normal day at school, but we don't have that right now. We don't have normal right now. So if your district is going in person, they're getting that instruction from that certified teacher who knows how to teach, who knows how to teach to your child, But what's the drawback? The drawback is that they could be a carrier of coronavirus or they could get it from someone or worse, they could give it to their peers or their teachers. Now, I want to pause here for just a minute because I think this is such an important point. We parents have options. We can go virtual, we can go in person, and the third option is hybrid, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But let's talk about the teachers. The teachers don't have the same options that our children do. Some districts do, but many of our teachers have to go back to work in person. They are putting their health at risk because they need that paycheck. That's a tough situation that we're putting our teachers in. So every parent, regardless of the model you're choosing for your child, needs to be very aware that the teacher's options are fewer than ours. And we need to be kinder, appreciative, and generous to them at this stage. More than we already are. All right, back to... The third model, which I hinted at earlier, the hybrid model, where you're virtual for a period of time, and then you're going in person. Some school districts have that firm date where students will report and be in class. Some haven't yet. But all of that unknown creates havoc. So we have to be ready for it if we're choosing, if we are choosing this hybrid model, or if we live in a district that has this hybrid model. So we're in a really strange period, as we all know, I don't have to say that, but sometimes it's good to outline exactly what we're dealing with. So now that we've kind of discussed the different options that most of us are faced with, let's talk about what we as parents need to talk about and work through before we can come to a final decision. The most important thing that we can do as parents right now to ensure that we are doing the absolute best for our children, regardless of which model you're choosing, is to have a family discussion. Bring every single person that lives in your house Sit them down at the table and let's talk. Make sure that your child is at the table because it's very important for them to have a voice and say what's on their minds. But it's also important for them to feel as if their point of view is validated by you and the rest of the family members. Because guess what? All of our points are valid And none of us has the right answer. So make sure your child is sitting at the table. And they may give you an option or bring to the table an idea that you haven't thought of yet. And that's really important also because not only does it validate them, but it gives you something else to think about as you're making this decision. So those are some things that I feel can make this decision process easier. Now, listen, I live in Georgia, and I'm telling you right now, we're in a hot mess of trouble because if you haven't heard the news yet, schools opened last week and we already have 600 students and teachers that are needing to stay home. From two school districts, two only, because they've been exposed to coronavirus. That's in five days. We're in a hot, hot mess in Georgia. And I'm not certain how it's going to go in the future, but I can't imagine it's going to get better just yet. I hope. I hope for everyone's sake it does, but I am not so sure right at this moment. And that's not political. That is nothing but just facts. Georgia reported these numbers. I'm not making them up. So that said, we really have to make our decision process foolproof or as foolproof as we can. The other thing that we have to remember is our plan A may not work. So if plan A doesn't work, what's your plan B? What's your plan C? There are a lot of options out there. Which one's going to work best for your family in the end? Now, the one option that I did not discuss earlier that I will now is homeschooling. Now, that's a whole different ballgame. Remember, we talked about that in a previous episode about homeschooling versus schooling from home. Most of us whose children go to traditional schools in a classroom and a certified teacher are schooling from home. Our teachers creating the curriculum, we're just making sure they're getting it done. But if you are homeschooling, you're creating your own curriculum and you are ensuring that you are providing the resources and the knowledge that your child needs to stay on top of their education and move them through their grade. Very different. So keep that in mind. That is a fourth option that we had not discussed earlier. So let me now share with you what's happening in the Saxena home. I have two in graduate school. One of them is in graduate school and also a teacher in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then I have twins that are juniors in college. So let me break it down for you. The oldest one currently is at home, thankfully. But Her college does not open until October because she is on the quarter system. And while we wait every day to get an email from the university, we also realize that between now and October, anything crazy can happen because it has so far. So why not? So we understand that they are not putting out any information right now. And that's okay. We're good with that. But she's got some time. Now, my son, who is teaching in Mecklenburg County, Charlotte, North Carolina, who was on our podcast a few months ago, is back in school. He had to go back to his classroom for teacher training last week. Now, the one thing that I give Mecklenburg County kudos for is that They are doing their teacher training from their classrooms. What does that mean? That means that they're checking into their school. They're going to their classroom and then signing in on a Zoom call from their classrooms to plan. Now that makes me feel really safe because he's not interacting with a whole lot of people. I'm good with that. As far as the students go, they are going virtually indefinitely. And that means until it is safe to bring students back on campus. All right. So I'm feeling pretty good about Mecklenburg County. Thank you guys for, for helping this mama out. Let's move over to the twins. So one is in a more rural area. And they are virtual through September 17th. That means that there's no on-campus teaching, everything's virtual, but the university will reassess prior to September 17th to determine if the virtual learning will continue or they will be able to bring back their students to campus safely. Now, my guess is that they're probably going to be virtual for the rest of the semester. But again, I'm hopeful, really, really hopeful that these kids can get back on campus safely. My other twin, she, she's in a cosmopolitan city and they are virtual 100% for this semester. That makes me super happy. I know that she's not going to be on campus. She's not going to be exposed to anyone who may be able to give it to her or if she happens to be carried that she would give it to somebody else so I'm feeling pretty good about that but my twins have decided to go back to campus because they're living off campus now we made that decision way back in January way before any of this all happened so they have their own apartments And that's where they're going to be because they still want as much of a college experience as they can get. I can't tell you exactly what that looks like. But again, I've armed them with the information they need to know of how to stay safe and hopefully given them the strength to say, hey, I'm not participating because I know that that could be potentially harmful health wise to me. So, as I'm telling you this, my husband and I are heading out to take each of them to their universities this week. And am I nervous? Yes. Am I scared? You bet. But I also realize that I have to allow them to make these decisions on their own because they're adults. And we can only support them as they decide to make these choices. Now, of course, we will be there in five seconds if they need us. But at least they know that. And we know that. This week is a little bit crazy on my end because I am trying to get all of this stuff done and pack up two children to go to college. But what am I doing to stay calm. I'm taking some time for myself. I'm finding ways to implement some self-care techniques. As you all know, I'm an avid runner. I love to run. So I'm making sure that I am lacing up my running shoes and I'm getting out the door a couple of times this week before we head out. I'm also doing yoga and meditation which this is new for me. I'm not I have not been big into yoga and meditation but my mom who is 77 is doing get this a zoom yoga class for her friends and she's graciously allowed me to come into her zoom class so twice a week I do yoga and meditation with her and it's very sweet because there are all these amazing people that are her friends, all her peers. And I'm one of the youngest ones in the class, but it's so fun to see how excited they get and how much they appreciate that time that they're taking out for themselves. And yet that's really the only way they can connect with each other. So I do Zoom yoga with them twice a week. That's how I am finding time for myself to keep calm and be able to focus on solution-oriented problems because that's the only way it's going to work. I'm not saying that you need to go out and run or you need to do yoga and meditation. That's what I'm doing. But as we're getting into a cycle of what our fall might look like, it might be a good idea to try and implement some something that can help you. So, that is what I have for you today. I hope that you have found a little solace in the fact that I'm going through this as well as you are. I'm in there with you. Trust me, it is not easy, nor is it fun, but it is important. So if you're needing someone to chat with, to validate you, to troubleshoot with, make sure you head over to my website at www.edu-me.net to learn more about the coaching sessions that you can set up with me. I'm happy to talk with you. Trust me, we need each other right now. And if you're enjoying the information and the content that I'm putting out every week between the podcast and the Edunars at 7.30 on Thursdays on Facebook, please consider becoming a Patreon supporter like Jerry Wan from Dear Asian Americans and the creator of the Asian Podcast Network, I'd really appreciate your support and it allows me to offer you more services and more in-depth knowledge by me being able to do more research. So please consider that. And as I always say, remember, we are working together to educate our children better. It has not been more important for us to realize that than right in this moment. So until next time, take care, stay safe, and I'll see you next week. Bye.